Welcome to another program of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citykeradio.org. We have a lot to talk about today. So this program today, I already know that this program is usually non-politically correct, and I always try to uh, seek the truth. I might be wrong. I usually write. <laughs> but uh, my point is, I'm trying to be as honest as I can be. And to share with you the views the way I see them according to the Bible and the Jewish wisdom. So if anybody is you know, is planning to get offended or uh, need a safe space and all one of those nonsense that they have today, uh, maybe this program today is not for you. We're going to touch on politics. We're going to touch on, on race. We're going to touch on all those topics that are in the news today. And what I'm talking about is what happened in... Virginia, I believe, where people are proving my point over and over in the wrong way. What do I mean by that? So first of all, let's see what we know. We know that there was a bunch of uh, left-wingers, anti-fa. Now, remember I told you, if somebody says anti-fascist is usually what? A fascist. Okay? It's like the Democ- Democratic Republic of North Korea. There is no Democratic Party in it, but it's in the name. So don't get fooled by it. And they clashed with neo-Nazis, KKK, uh, alt-right, whatever the, their name is. And other people on the, uh, that went all the way to the extreme on the other side. Now, let's say love story will not get out of it. So unfortunately, a, a young woman lost her life over there, and many people are wounded. And everybody is, for some reason, and the reason is definitely political, in my view, uh, are pretending like it's the president himself who drove that car into the crowd. So we need to make some you know, sense into that stuff. And of course, we all know that the left-stream media is not a big fan of, the, of President Trump. So everything. Somebody told me, no, if Trump will find the cure for cancer, they will say, headline, Trump is killing innocent cells. So let's put it into perspective. And I always tell you, think, find out, find out about the facts, and don't let people to fool you around. And that's what they're trying to do. It's, this is a form of silent coup. Now, the, I always remind people that the way I see that, A, because I was born and raised in Israel, and I already saw all these uh, tricks by the Israeli media. Now it's coming to, to America. So I, I would say I'm considering, considering myself as immune to this propaganda. But I see many people that are not. And if you say it's propaganda, say, how can you say this? This is the media, the freedom of the press, all this. All, this, all those freedoms are now using, being used against the people. The freedom of speech and the freedom of the press, all this, are, are being used against the people. So, we definitely no feel sorry of any life that is lost. But let's see what's going on here. What do we have here? We have here people, and I'm not sympathizing with anybody. And I'm not going to pretend protect the, the president. I'm, I'm not into politics at all. But I'm trying to learn from this something. And the one thing to my mind is, this is the price of being a zealot, a radical, 
mostly usually ignorant in the civil war, in the civil, in the civil society, in the Western civilization. Because we see a lot of fanatics, you know, in third world countries, ah, they're not educated, this and that. What can they do? But when you have educated people, uh, pseudo-intellectuals, the damage that they can create is much bigger than those full, ignorant people on a third world country. And this is what we're dealing with in this society, where people are brainwashed. And I'm talking both sides. I'm not going to condemn the KKK. I'm not going to condemn the Antifa or the... Because, A, my condemnation is, is not important. And, B, I cannot care less about their views. They can have... I'm a big, uh, you know, live and let live guy. Believe in whatever you want. You can believe in the KKK. You can believe that we are all uh, came from Martian put us on this planet. I don't care. Where do I care? It's when you go, where that's going into violence. When that's going into you trying to tell me what should I say, what should I, how, should, how should I think, and that type of stuff. Now, it's interesting because if I need to put the finger, what's the, what's the main problem? I think the main problem is lack of identity. And America is and used to be, which it is losing, it is a big melting pot, which means you can, you know, be Christian, whatever branch of Christianity you like, you can be a Jew, whatever branch of Judaism you like, whatever. As long as you follow the law of the land, a.k.a. the Constitution, uh, the, the federal law, the state law, etc., etc., go believe in, you have a church of whatever. We have the church of the Jedi. We have in, in Colorado, we have the, the church of uh, the marijuana smokers. Forgot their name. I don't something in the clouds. I don't remember. Uh, so go ahead. Believe, I don't care. Now, don't discriminate. Because the, the, the most important thing that society should have is each other as humans. Because as a Jew, Christian, other people will say, we're all being created in the image of God. We're all humans. We all have different goals, different journeys to do in life, different way to heal, fix the world. Like I always remind you guys. But it's not one is better than other. It's a different purpose. Okay? It's a different purpose. So, if you think about that, we have a lack of identity. For a while, since I think uh, Martin Luther King Jr. came up with the idea of the Human Rights, Civil Rights Act and all this, which was great, when you no longer judge people or treat people based on their melanin level, okay, so they, the color is not important. What's important is what you do. How do you act? Everybody have equal opportunity. Okay, so what happened? Say blacks, African American, whatever you guys, people want to, to identify as. I, the definition is not important for me. I identify as a Jew, even though I'm a North African Jew. In Israel, I'm considered to be a brown Jew, unlike the European Jews. So I've been through this whole racism, uh, white supremacy, white privilege in Israel. And when I was young, I made a decision. I said, no matter what, I will never let other people define who I am. So I know what I am. And the, the word is not important. It's how, what I'm doing with this information. I don't need, uh, how you call this, uh, affirmative action. Because I can do it by myself. If I'm good. 
If I'm not good, I have nobody to blame. The color of my skin has nothing to do with it. But then, the more, the more uh, people got used to the idea that everybody is equal, then if everybody is equal, nobody is unique. And if you, so you, you start to look for some kind of uniqueness. Okay, so you, you form either uh, from a, a, a religious organization that believe in whatever, to a gang. Okay, I'm going on both sides of the scale here. So where do we going to go with this? Oh, you're the blood of the creeps, right? You're this or you're that. You're with us or you're against us. Why can't we get along? What's the problem? And it's getting worse. Now, what... Because, because once you started uh, blaming people of the, for the sin of the past, without correcting, just say, well, you are this because your ancestors used to be slave owners. Well, that was the norm back then. Right now, I'm not owning anybody, and I pay all my employees on time, regardless of their melanin level. No, but you are, you have a privilege, and this is all nonsense, because you cannot stop. And, it's the, and if you want to go deeper, then if a, if a white guy is, saying, is talking about white privilege, that's because he had the privilege to, sp- to speak about white privilege. So he should be kept uh, you know, silent, be quiet. Beating itself, basically. There is no end. So if people want to take down, um, whatever, you know, statue of a general from the Civil War who fought against the North, I don't see the point of it. There is no way to have utopia. People are different. People have different opinion, different background, different religion. Everything is different. This is the beauty of it. And I'm not going to start preaching about diversity. Because diversity can be sometimes very bad. A good diversity is, I'm going to touch, we're going to talk more about that on the next segment. A good diversity is when I respect you, you respect me, you know, we are are equal under the law. No affirmative action, no uh, privilege because whatever. What happened in the past, we're living in the past, we are moving forward. We are learning from the mistakes of the past. Otherwise, we're going to repeat them over and over and over. There is no end to it. So today you're taking a statue of a general from the Civil War. Next, you're going to blow up uh, Mount Rushmore. Because some people might feel, you know, insulted or, or hurt or whatever. Give me a break. People, you, those people who never lived in, the, in, this, in this time, they don't know how it was. Okay? Yeah, but they get offended. Okay. Get some pills, smoke something, go to sleep. This is ridiculous. Remember, without, and I'm talking as, as, a, as a foreigner, if you want. I'm, I'm, I am using my outside view as, a, as an immigrant to this country. This is a big mistake. This is how, how uh, countries, big countries, big kingdoms are falling apart from within. Because stupidity, basically. Okay, let's take another quick view. Okay, sorry, another quick break. <laughs> um, and then we have a quick view on diversity. And uh, you're listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen, that will be me, here on the, the Jewish View on citycareradio.org.
And we're back to another segment of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citykirvedia.org. So what are we talking about today? All this nonsense of racism and, and this one big BS, basically, that is being used for a political reason. Okay, this is all, poli- all politics. This is nothing about anti-racism or uh, condemning anybody. This is all politics. But I wanted to go back to, the, to uh, explain what I mean by the good diversity and bad diversity. So let's start with the good. The good diversity is, again, a diversity of opinion as long as nobody's getting hurt. I mean, I met and I spoke to many ignorant, stupid people uh, that I don't think they have any clue what they're talking about. And that can be, you know, in Jewish philosophy, uh, anti-Semites, all the type of stuff. I have no problem with them. As long as they are not trying to attack me physically or in any other form. I'm not trying to, to uh, ruin my business and to, to, you know, to make me basically a beggar. Um, okay, you are entitled to your opinion. You, you have the right to be stupid. This is the beauty of the American uh, form of freedom. So that's, that's a, a good thing. Okay? Although we need to fix, you know, help more people to get more facts, more knowledge, and more, most important, more morals and values. That's why we're all following, to some extent, the Bible. It gives us some kind of, um, of a map, of a, of a frame, what is good, what is, what is bad. Because once you take this frame out, what do you have? You have anarchy. You have big mess in the world. And that goes all the way to anarchy and to the relativism that for somehow, for some reason, becomes so common, which means that all cultures are equal. Well, I have news for you. They're not. And that's not because I'm a white supremacist. A, I'm not white. B, I'm not supremacist. Um, It's because they are not. Some cultures advanced more. When you show me a tribe in Africa who invented uh, a computer, I will say they're equal. We have something here in common. But they're not. They are still going uh, hunting and gathering. They're still uh, uh, you know, fighting with other tribes and capture the women. All that old school stuff that uh, the Western civilization haven't seen for many centuries, I would say. Now, Western civilization did many, many bad things because they are intellectual. So if they're intellectual... It means they can create something that is very systematic, like a gas chamber, and eliminate 6 million Jews, 2 million gypsies, the, the, the gays, and uh, whomever that they didn't like. Okay? But that because, not because they were stupid, they're because they didn't have morals, they're because they took, they took God pretty much out, out, of the, out of the picture. Before that, you have a religious uh, war, wars. Muslim against Christian. Christian kill everybody, any Jew that they can see. I'm not, I'm not saying this is, uh, no, I accept it. No, it's bad. But we need to move forward. We need to give people the, the option, the benefit of go, practice whatever you want as long as you, there is a, the law of the country. In America's case, it's, it's the Constitution. And they can, you know, practice whatever they want. Now, there are things that 
can be you know religiously accepted, but they are not uh, uh, considered to be civil. For example, polygamy. For example, uh, uh, where when they uh, have small girls getting married. When you go and you buy, like in India, like in some Muslim country, you go and you buy a bride which is 11, 12 years old, and you're in your 50s. This is, you know, something that we have a hard time to accept as, as a civilization, as the Western uh, civilization moving forward, philosophy and, and, and thought. So we cannot say, oh, well, that's, this is their way of practice. Okay, in their country, no problem. Not in the United States. Here we have a different law. Okay, me as a as a Jew, I'm not going to go and start. Uh, you know, I want my rights as a Jew. I want, let's see, I want to um, have every every supermarket have only kosher products. I, I when I go to the supermarket to King Supers or whom whatever, I am very offended to see pork, and as a result, I'm going to start a petition and uh, uh, protesting against the supermarket chain that they will not sell pork. No, if I don't eat pork, I don't eat pork. You want to eat that, you go ahead. Enjoy yourself. I cannot care less. Okay? Because I accept it, but you have some countries that this is not acceptable. In Israel, for example, you have certain uh, stores that sell non-kosher meat. Now, I think in Israel it's not, it's not proper, but they allow it because there is a need for people who don't keep kosher to go and to eat other stuff. Some Jews will go and protest against it. Me, I, I, don't care, I cannot care less. Go eat. I'm going to teach you that it's not proper according to Jewish religion. It might be not be healthy to your uh, soul, your spirit. All those great explanations why not to do so. If you choose not to listen to me, okay. Now, if you're going to... So, we're going to force you to eat that, we have a problem. But you see, the other religions, that, oh, they get, they get very, very easily offended. So offended that sometimes they're just going to go and kill somebody or blow themselves because they're so offended. We have a problem with this kind of... This is not equal uh, culture. This is not... A good diversity, because Western world, Western civilization, in a way, is now is in, in remission. Is going back to old school stuff, a very negative stuff. But in the, the idea was to move forward and to accept everybody equally under the law, and you can do whatever you want. You know, you want to open a store that only sell kosher, halal, whatever. Go ahead. The government will not come and shut you down. Now, if you're brave enough, go and, go and open a store that sells pork in Saudi Arabia. You, we all know what's going to be the consequences. If you're lucky, you will stay alive. Okay? So, their culture, and I'm going to say it to you know, right out, is inferior to the Western ideology and culture. Now, there are many bad things in Western civilization as well. All the lack of modesty, um, treating women like they're objects and all this, and call it, you know, the freedom of the woman, or blah, blah, blah. This is garbage. Okay? But hey, if she wants to go half naked, what can I say? There is no law against it. 
If there is law, it's a different story. That's why you have democracy where people decide. And the, one of the biggest mistakes that we see in democracy is that tiny, tiny groups of minorities are hating each other, but they are, they are uniting, uniting in order to go to the big enemy, to the big, uh, if you want, in this, in this case, will be the white people, the white men, the supremacist. But if you leave them together against each other, they will also hate each other. You will see, you know, gays are aligned with, with Muslims. Why? To show how, uh, how the United States is a horrible place to live, They're not tolerate, to- tolerable, all this nonsense. In any other situation, the, probably the gay is going to be, you know, finished very quickly. Maybe if they can, they will let them choose, you know, quick, like a bullet, or throw them from a 10-story uh, building, or hanging them from a crane. Very humane way. Now, so what's the, 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 the interest here is that you have this, this alliance of groups who are minority, a very small minority, but make a lot of noise. Now, if you have this type of thing, the majority, those who are willing to accept, and in our case, in our example, is the white people, right? You're going to push them to the corner, because you tell them, oh, you're white, you cannot do this, you cannot do this, you're, you're going to pay for the, something that happened 200 years ago. And this guy's also poor, he's also struggling. He says, well, if I, if I am such a, a horrible person, maybe I am, maybe I should join the KKK or uh, neo-Nazi. It's like in education, if you tell a kid from an early age he's going to be a loser, stupid, and nothing's going to come out of him, guess what will happen to him? Exactly. He's not going to graduate Harvard, I can guarantee you that. Unless he finds somebody that will, you know, uh, will give him a new way, a new path, and eliminate all this garbage that he was fed up as a, as a young uh, child. So the same here. And I'm not justifying stupidity on any side. I'm sure those who uh, took down this, those monuments are pretty much clueless about the civil war. Okay? Pretty much. It's a wild guess, but pretty much. So what are you, you know, sticking your nose to something you have no idea about? You, know, you don't know what you're talking about. Go and do your research, and then we'll talk. And we need to move forward, not to go backwards. And with that, we're going to take another quick, short uh, break. You're listening to uh, The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citycareradio.org. back. You're listening to Rabbi Hanan Yakon here on ctkradio.org, The Jewish View. We're talking today about racism, ignorance, all that, you know, beautiful things, right? All this, there is no, as Einstein once says, you know, there are two things that are limitless, the universe and the human stupidity, and he's not sure about that, the universe. So, 
Well, this is what we're dealing with, propaganda, and it's all used for political reason. And remember, one day, the, the will will change. I remember back in the days when uh, Obama was elected. If you remember those days before the elections, how they put him like the Messiah in the, in the DNC convention. He is going to save America. He's going to unite America. And what he did, he pretty much uh, sh- uh, uh, shut down Fox News, and ignored them all the time. He used the IRS to, to uh, go so-called enemies, the conservative movements and all this. Crazy stuff. So now the wheel is changing. The Fox News, we have CNN. Okay, we have the president bashing CNN. For a good reason, in my opinion. Because it's a propaganda network. And some on Fox News are also propaganda network. This is all propaganda. So sometimes you need to dig in. You need to listen to this and identify the lies, identify the language they use. And you need to listen to this and identify their lies and their repeated message and uh, the use of it. And then you know, okay, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Both liars. I would say CNN more. They're very good at this. So shaping, there's actually, if you think, there's a profession called shaping uh, public image. How to sell garbage to the public. Marketing. This is all about fooling people around. And you create hatred. And you go back to uh, tribalism, in a way. You have tribes, the blacks, the Korean, the Chinese, uh, the Jews, the, the Muslim, whatever. This is not the proper way to have a functioning society. Because once we go, and, and I'm not saying, you know, we should definitely stick to your, to your group. Don't betray your group. But don't be used by group leaders who are, could be, you know, charismatic, great bullshitters. Uh, you've been used and you're going to sacrifice your life for, for what? And as I said, it's going from a religion point of view to a gang point of view. You're going to send your soldiers. Nobody gives you the right. So stay away. I mean, be aware. Be aware of that stuff. And again, if you think about it, everybody has a reason to get offended. Okay? Old people can get offended because you're discriminating by age. Young people, you're discriminating by age because they're too young and unexperienced. So where is the middle? Where do you, where do you draw the line? Obese people are, are, are uh, offended. Skinny people are offended. Everybody seems like they need to have some kind of getting offended uh, skill. What happened to good self-esteem? You know what? Yeah, I'm black, so what? I am obese. You have any recipe for a good diet for me? I'll take it. I'm going to the gym. I try to work on this. I, uh, you know, whatever. Muslim, Jews, Christian, all this. Who cares? Go live your life. Don't stick your nose to other people's business. This is not a theocracy. This is something that I think the founding fathers of the United States and I always tell my kids, you know, I'm very good at Jewish history, uh, Israel history, less on the United States history. But from what I read, very impressive. The experiment that they started 
250 years ago, something like that. I think they try to learn from the mistakes of the past, which right now we are doing those mistakes. Where they look at Rome, 500 years of empire, how they collapsed. You look at the Jewish kingdom, the Bible, how the kingdom of King David, mighty kingdom, collapsed. Why? The tribes couldn't get along. They had to fight with each other. They didn't listen to the prophet. There was no moral compass to lead the people. Nobody, nobody wants to listen. Everybody was busy getting... This is all, you know, sensitivity. I think part of it is because people... And I think we talked uh, last time about that. People are spoiled. People are... Uh, feeling entitled, especially the younger generations, but I'm sure every generation said that about the young generation of their, day, of their days. People are not getting married, are not bringing children, they are not investing in the future. It's all about the situation right now. You see people that are coming for, if they're lucky, they will come for therapy. 35 years old, what do you do? Unemployed. What do you do all day? Playing video games, Xbox, and my mommy's uh, basement. Seriously? In a, di- in, in a different culture, in a different society, you will be doing something productive. Working in the field, a soldier in the army, whatever. You don't have time to waste your life. You don't have time to live a meaningless life, smoking pot, all day. This is, where, this is what's going on in, in parts of America right now. This culture of excessive materialism. It's a big problem. Where people are first, you know, when I lived in L.A., in California, most important things for the guy was the car and how much noise it makes when he drives it. Okay, so you have to have mufflers and all this crazy stuff that they fix over there. Then to have, you know, a, a cool outfit, expensive watch or iPhone 11, whatever, this is all, all, all those people are being played by those companies that are, have only one thing in mind, sell, get more money. So you don't see people, well, to some extent you see, but it's not very common to see people who are thinking, who are learning, who are uh, inventing and creating stuff, not to be consumed as, as, as um, products, but more to make something better. Higher buildings, uh, bigger, faster trains so people can go from one place to another. Um, technology that help handicap people to, you know, to move. Because the, the wheelchair is an old technology. We have new stuff. We can do with all this technology something amazing. But if there is no market, then you will not go to production. So again, we're going, we're going back to the money thing. The people are just buying stuff and buying stuff. And it's very common. I mean, ask any average American, I believe, will tell you half of his garage is full of stuff he will never use. And when I say half, I mean probably more. Collecting and collecting and all this stuff. And we're being played by companies. And I'm not anti-companies. I'm very into you know, capitalism, a good one. I'm not into so- socialism. But it's all being played also for political gain. 
I, I, I lately see, um, I'm going to go into politics for a second. I, let, I lately see this uh, on YouTube, some news. And there is a congressman, con congresswoman from California. When she opens her mouth, oh boy. Like the, the amount of ignorance that comes out and hatred. So I came up with a slogan, you know, a vaccine against Maxine. She's totally nuts. And what she's doing, she's pimping poverty. And this, I saw that in Israel. In Israel, you have a few parties, and this is very tribalism uh, politics in Israel. You don't have like two, two parties. You have, I don't know, 10, something like that. And you have to create coalition. So all the, if you want, the, the deplorables, <laughs> using Hillary Clinton's language, are going to certain parties. They are uniting, and they are screwing over all the others, the majority, those who want to have a decent life. So same here. You have, uh, you have people like this congresswoman who live, who are living in a mansion. And I know this place. I traveled. I lived, I, I lived in L.A., but she's telling all the poor people, yeah, I will fight for you. Uh, but if she's fight for them and she's successful, they are no longer poor. If they are no longer poor, they don't need her. If they don't need her, she's going to be unemployed. So what's her interest? You tell me. Keep the cycle. Keep poor people where they're supposed to be, poor. So you can have their vote every two, four, six years. Depends on what you want to get. So we have, I saw that in Israel. Same idea. You always say, oh, we're going to bring you up back. We're going to encourage you. You will, no, will, you will no longer be discriminated against. But then those who, who you put in place, in position, to, in order to supposedly help you, they are discriminating against you because you are not good enough for them. They moved on in the ladder. Okay? They are living in a mansion. Or they have few houses. All the kids are set. They don't need to worry about the mortgage. They don't need to worry about uh, the kids. They're set on other people's expense. So this uh, poor pimping, if you want, again, it's used against us. So I encourage everybody to think, to have common sense, and don't be fooled around. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on the Jewish View at CTK radio.org Folks, we are back to the last segment of the program for the day. Listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen, there will be me again here on ctkradio.org. So relating to all the, the things we talked about, this week the Jewish people, we are going to read uh, the Torah in the synagogues. And we are at Deuteron Deuteronomy. And we are talking about the two mountains one with the blessings, one with the curses. Right? Which is very simple, if you think about it. 
Remember, everything goes back to the freedom of choice. You have the choice how to behave, how to act, how you live your life. Assuming the government is not interrupting, but on, on a personal level, you have the choice. You can choose to be a gang member, or you can choose to be a, a scholar who read and sit and, sit and read b books all day. And according to that, you're going to get the blessing or the curses. So everything we talked about, going back to the freedom of choice. You have the choice. Now, a common mistake is, oh, well, God gave me uh, the freedom of choice, so I choose bad. How can, how can he blame me? How, why should I, you know, be, get, need to pay for that? Because the Almighty himself, the Creator, is telling you. This is what, ha what will happen if you choose that path. And this is what will happen if you choose the other path. I'll let you choose. Do me a favor. Choose wisely. Choose life. But don't, te don't tell me that good is bad and bad is good. Don't flip it over. Don't tell me that you're using other people money, resources, so you can pretend to be righteous or holy or spiritual. You want to be righteous? Do the right thing. You have a whole manual in the Bible. Okay? You want to be uh, holy and spiritual and close to uh, the Almighty? This is what you need to avoid. Don't do certain things. And again, for Jews is the whole 613. For uh, all the other people of the world is only seven. But you can, hey, go ahead. Adapt a few stuff that the Jews are doing or supposed to do and take it into, into your practice. I have no problem with that. Now, you cannot replace the Jews because we have our own mission. But you also have your own mission. And it's not less important for you. So, the choice, eventually, is what? And all, all goes back to the initial choice. Are you going to choose to be good, or are you going to choose to be bad? If you're going to choose to be good, you're going to get rewarded. Some would say this life, some would say the world to come, the afterlife. I'm not even going to go there, because it's not important. Right now I'm here. I need to make this life work for me. And on the other hand, if you are choosing bad, you choose death, you choose um, taking advantage on people, using people, going to wars for no reason, then you're going to get what the Almighty says, that there's going to be the so-called reward for that. You're going to get punished. There's nobody you can blame. So eventually, my, my, the bottom line, what I'm trying to, to, uh, to tell you guys, is, again, open your heart to other people, pain and suffer, have empathy, sympathy. Open your mind. Don't be fooled by marketing tactics, and that goes also in the in the in the religion, the religious world. Okay, all those you know, charismatic preachers, charismatic rabbis who, st who stand on the on the stage and I don't know, 
do some show off and speak with with passion. Think. Get to the bottom of things. Use your brain. The Almighty gave you a brain for a reason. Otherwise, you could make you know with a brain like a, an ape or an animal. Set. So I want you to think about it. What is your choices in life? How can you how can you repent and change bad choices? Because you can always fix. Okay, not always. But there's always something you can do to not repeat that mistake over and over and over. So what you see now, you're seeing in the news, you see people are not thinking. It's a mob of zombies, no brain. They can speak very nice English, high class. But if you look deep into it, it's all garbage. It's just a, a mask that's covering on... On stupidity, on false ideas that never worked, probably never will, like socialism. Look at Venezuela, for example. Great example. So all those people who are promising, yeah, if you only elect me, then everything will change. If you only uh, do that, no, think. If you don't know what to think, open the Bible. Find something that you can get out of it that is positive. Meaning a positive character. Don't say, well, I'm going to choose to be like Pharaoh. Uh, that's not a good idea. Didn't end, didn't end up well, well for him. But hey, choose to be like Moses. Like Jethro. Like Job. The good part, not the bad part. Like uh, King Solomon. Read Proverbs. Read uh, Psalm. Read... Uh, so much to read, to learn. And if you're not into Bible, go, go ahead, read Buddhist manuscripts. Okay? Read Confucius, one of my favorites. Because everybody, any religion that can make me a better Jew, a better person, a positive one that will benefit the world, hey, I'm open to, li- to listen. I'm not going to change my belief system. I'm not going to leave Judaism. But I will definitely take something, you know, a good, good uh, ideas from other people. I'm not claiming to be know-it-all guy. So, again, using your brain, using your mind, using thought, read, learn. Don't go and be one, one of the mob, one of the, the, cr- the zombie crowd that is... On both sides, KKK and, uh, and uh, Black, Lives, Black Lives Matter. Don't use hatred. You, you want to build. You don't want, you don't want to, to distract, to destroy. And with that, I hope this is positive enough. I know we went through some politics, and uh, I hope nobody got offended. But if you do, then you need to check why you get offended. We're going to take... We're going to end our program for today. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. And good luck with some thinking. Mm-hmm.